Today, I just want to exhort you with a message that I titled. When it seems God is far. Your clapping tells me that God is really far from you. Amen. Amen. Your clapping really tests. Amen. When it seems God is what? How many of you have been in that state before? If you don't lift up your hand, you're not a believer, I'm telling you. If you don't lift up your hand, it's, it's, it's a sign that no, your Christian life is questionable. Amen. Because in this Christian life, there are some times, after even prayer, it seems that God is very far. You are going through some challenges after fasting and prayer. You see God very far. The day you came to share testimony, things turn the opposite. You ask God, why? No answer. Any time to fast in one week, no answer. Father, I just need your voice. No voice is coming. The only thing you are hearing in your noise is wind. And people are questioning you. You say you are a believer. You go to church. Prayer meeting, you are there. They want to open the door. If it doesn't even come, you have a way of opening the door to enter first. Why is this happening to you? Why are you going through this? It's a sign that you are not serving God well. It's a sign that you have sinned. It's a sign that you are not a son or you're a daughter. It's a sign that something is going wrong somewhere. Listen to me. It's not a sign that you are not a child of God. You are still a child of God. And listen, you have not seen. God knows what he's doing. Amen. God knows what he's doing. Before your document came, you prayed. That very day, your lawyer called you and told you. They bounce you. Say so everything's over. They bounce you. Amen. You went into prayer. The more you are praying, the more police are coming to your house and telling, when are you leaving? A prophetic word came for you that two weeks from now, everything will be reversed. Exactly two weeks, you had the letter. You were so excited. You checked. They said, tonight, we are coming for you. Straight to Catholic Airport, not even Heathrow. Amen. And that's what I'm saying. The job you wanted, you went to an interview with an unbeliever. You prayed into it. You had a prophetic word that by the month of February, you are going to get a better job that will pay you about 5,000 pounds. Everything showed from the interview that you are there. All of the sudden, the job you even had, 800 pounds, you don't even receive it. And ask yourself, God, where are you? Where is the prophetic word? What went wrong? What did I do wrong? Amen. And there's something saying. 
there's sometimes you see yourself in the hospital when they are discharging people that their case is worse than yours you are still on that bed and they cannot even understand what is wrong with you somebody that you came to the hospital and preached christ to and said god is a healer he has gotten up they are discharging him you the one introducing christ you are still there and you're asking god god where are you where are you why did he choose to disgrace me do you hear what the man said when i was going he said you preach christ to me god is a healer but i'm leaving are you still here when are you going to leave amen there are some times that it seems to us as believers that god is very far you are calling god for healing he's not appearing meanwhile he said i am the healer amen you are calling god to deliver you he's not appearing meanwhile he said i'm the deliverer amen you are calling god for financial breakthrough he's not responding but he's telling you i'm jehovah jarrah he that provide for his people father if you are jehovah jarrah why is it that i am struggling financially where is my provision and god is still silent amen god is still silent you are going through challenges your friends that are not believers are going through but you are stand still like the rock of gibraltar amen your friends that you used to move before they used to go to clap and go there and shake their self uh, shake their body off drink and be excited you told yourself i will not do it i started it with them before i told myself this is not pleasant i stopped all those five friends they are married when they bring their children to your house you go and say diwa kandi diwa kandi and you every man that sees you greet you good morning sir you a woman they are referring to you sir that is a big disgrace and insult and you are asking yourself god where are you how come that all these friends that were just misusing yourself doing silly things i was not doing it but how come that they are married and i am here single as a matter of fact i'm not just only single i am half amen there are some times in life even as a prophet of god as a bishop an evangelist a pastor a teacher an archbishop you feel as if like god is far i've been there before i've been there before you are crying and say god can't you see my tears he's not responding so i do ask you your next question and your heart is being broken and the devil is the one speaking you see me i am fast track you call on me i kill you call on this man slow to action 
call on me and just give your soul to me. I will function right now. And because of that, some of us have passed a little bit. We fall and give up on life. If God cannot do it, let me help myself. Amen. I have been dead before. I've been there before. One day, after I became born again, I was praying, praying, praying. But in the midst of praying, I knew that I was not free. Meanwhile, I was born again. I was empowered to pray. But I could not sleep. I could not sleep. And sometimes in the midst of all these things, and that was the time that I met mommy, pick her from her house, teach her the Bible, teach her the things of the world. But sometimes in my closet, after free praying, I become empty. And I ask myself, God, where are you? <laughs> Even when he asks, Jack, where are you? What does he say? You call God, where are you? Every place is silent. Amen. And one day, I was hit with some fever. And in my room, I went to the judge, sat down on the judge, and I heard a voice. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. I said, that's a nice voice. What am I even doing here? I need to kill myself. Amen. I have forgotten that the Lord has already appeared to me and showed me how he was going to use me as a prophet of God for the nation. I forgot totally the voice. Sometimes when you go through challenges, your prophetic word, you don't even remember. When you go through solace, your prophetic word, it's like it does not even exist. It does not. And I was in the jet. And when I lift up my head, I saw a shaving stick and I saw that there was blade in it. I took it and I heard the voice, cut yourself. Today is the day die. This God you are serving is not real. In church, look at the way they respect you as one of the firebrand prayer warrior. But look at it. Because in those times, Sometimes when I sleep, every, almost every night, every night when I sleep, I will see a man who just appear from the wall. Come. When he appear, two will appear and will tell them, catch him. And I'll be in my bed. And once I'm there, they will come and grab me. And when they are going, I'm shaking. And even grabbing me alone, when they, when they grab me, so my body's been tortured. It's been tortured. I wake up in the morning, I pray. Sleep in the night, they appear. And I ask God, where are you? You said you were going to use me as a prophet. Is that a procedure? I don't want it. I don't want it. Amen. I was being tortured. I could not sleep. Every night was a nightmare for me. I could not sleep. And I was asking God a question. Until one day when I got there, I took the blade. As I was about to cut my ribs. 
when I took the blade, put it down, press it, I was about to cut. I felt numbness on my right arm. I said like I was not holding any blade again. Turn on the side and I saw somebody hit my arm, bam, and the blade fell. The moment the blade fell, something came up for me. And I said, wow, was I going to kill myself? Then I started remembering what God told me in the vision, how he was going to use me. I started seeing myself. And I started crying. I started crying. I started crying. It did not stop there. It did not stop there. Amen. You may not know a mad story until it tells you. So if you are going through anything, don't give up and tell yourself you are the first. You are not the first and you will not be the last. And that's what I'm saying. Today, those demons, they cannot. They are scared of me. Why? Because I knew the truth. Uh, and the Bible said, uh, when you know the truth, the truth are set to free. Everything I was going through is preparation. God was just preparing me for what is ahead. That's what sometimes when I'm doing deliverance, I can be very aggressive. Amen. Very aggressive. And that's what I'm saying. We have been there before. There are some times, don't you see that? So there are some times, it's like your husband is sleeping close to you, but it's as if like you don't have a husband. There are some times your wife is sleeping close to you, but it's as if like you don't have a wife. You have children in the house, but as if like you don't have children. You have parents around, but it looks like there's nobody around. You felt empty, lowly. And you're asking God, where are all the people? They are just there. The circumstances have shaded them for you not to feel their presence. When you go through things, you have no idea. And every believer gets to that point when you feel and sings that God is far. Amen. We have been there before. As I'm talking right now, there's somebody in that position. You are asking your, yourself, where is the God? The God that I served. The God that I gave myself to. The one that I accepted as my Lord and Savior. Is it the same God that is there? Or is gone somewhere? Someone has taken his place. Is it the God that my parents served? Is it the God that they told me about? Where is that God? I need that God. But this God that I'm serving right now, no. It's far. He has left me. Listen to me. He has not left you. He has not gone anywhere. He's right there in you. He's right there in you. Anytime God is silent and he look and seems that he's far, he's working something for you. He's working something for you. He's putting something in your favor to shame the devil. So in life, you must understand that it's not everything that you lose that is from the devil. That sometimes you lose something. God knows what he's doing. I know somebody say, Amen. If we don't understand this, we'll keep on crying. 
and calling upon God when he's still right there. Amen. God has never left his people before and he will never. Amen. He will never leave what? His people. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Quickly. Be strong and of good courage. Yes. Do not fear nor be afraid. Be strong and what? Of a good word. Courage. Do not what fear nor be what? Afraid of what them. Yes. Continue. For the, For Lord, the Lord your God. He what? He is the one who goes. He is the one that what? Goes with you. Goes with you. Yes. Continue. He will not leave you. He will you. not leave you. This is a sure word. It's an assurance. Amen. He said the Lord will not leave you nor forsake you. When someone is telling you something, it's different from when the person is himself is telling you. If I tell you, God said he will multiply you. It's a word of God through me to you. But when God himself comes to you, my son, my son, my son, I'll multiply you. It's different. Amen. This was the word of the law to the prophet. He said, ye will not, who is he? God. Say he will not leave you, nor forsake you. Why do you think that he has left you? Why do you think that you have been forsaken? He's not going anywhere. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Look at it. This one is not about, about any prophet. It's God himself. He said what? Let your conduct be without Let your conduct be without what? Covetousness. Yes. Be content with such things. Be content with such what things? As you, have. as you have whatever you have today be content with it don't be like anyone because anybody that begins to look at people to be like them you are already a failure be yourself because that person cannot be like you you are the only you on this planet the best you can do is to look alike but you're not the same Something that look alike is not the same as the thing that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Then he said, "I will not what I will never what leave you nor forsake you." This was Jesus Himself talking. The first one was the prophet assuring us that God said He will not leave us nor forsake us. But this one in the book of Hebrews, Paul was telling us that Jesus was He said. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So it means that even though it seems that God is far, He has never left us nor forsake us. He has never. The fact that it seems that He's far does not mean He's far. Amen. Have you seen that sometimes when they are driving? The side mirror, they will tell when you look into it, they will tell you that the image you see is closer than the way you see it. So when you turn, you see the car far. I want to overtake, but the car is just close there. You look far, but it's close. Amen. He has never left us and he will never leave us. 
he understands that sometimes as, as, as children of God, he, he seems to be far from us. He understands, but he has never been far from us. He has never. He has never. He has never. Amen. And that's what I'm saying. He has never been far from us. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Look at it. Look at it. The sure word of God. Quick. He says what? Teaching them to observe all Teaching things. Teaching them to observe what? All things. All things that what? I have what? Commanded you. Listen. Whatever God has told you, just obey. The day you start using your carnal mind to judge the things of God, you are finished. You are finished. He said, all things that I have commanded what you and what? And no. No, yes. I am with you always. I am with you what? Sometimes? No. I am with you yesterday? No. I will be with you only today? No. Only tomorrow? Always. He said, I am what? With you always. Always. Always means past, present, future. Yes, yes. I know something saying. So I came to announce to you that it may seem God is far, yes. but He's not far. Yes. He is with you always. Yes. He will never leave you. Yes. Neither will He forsake you. Jesus. You may be going through challenges, tough yes. times and hard times, uh, sleepless nights, uh, financial difficulties. Yes. But I came to announce to you, as a prophet of God, yes. that the God that sins for is yes. about to reveal himself yes. to you. In your financial state, uh, yes. he's about to reveal himself. Yes. If you believe, say yes. yes. He will reveal himself. This year, the Lord will surely settle us. Amen. Surely settle us. He will surely settle us. Amen. Jesus, the incarnate of God. Jesus, God in the flesh, went through the same thing. Hmm. And for 30 good years, the Bible said that Jesus was under training. Today, you have young men and young women. They serve under ministry one year, two years. They say, I want to open a, a, a church. Today, you see young men and young women. They serve under ministry two years, three years. No capacity to stand. They said, go and open a branch. The reason why the church today is suffering is because of all these theologies. The one that sent you for his work, it took him 30 years for to be trained. Just for only three years ministry. I hear someone say, God himself came on earth for three years ministry. He took Jesus 30 years of training. What training have you had? What training have you had? Amen. So that's when I come here and I'm doing deliverance. I invite pastors. I say, okay, do you, have you seen how this person is standing? This is the name of the demon. Have you seen this, the way he's walking? This is the name of the demon. 
you must have capacity. So as I tell them for training, I teach them. You see, this is like that. This is like that. This is like that. This is like that. When your time is not right, don't rush yourself. Amen. It took Jesus 30 good years. 30 good years. Just for preparation. How many years of ministry? Three years. Amen. After 33 years, he's gone. How can God thus test us in his way? I will certify you with old age. He himself, 33, he's gone. That is why you must understand in this ministry. Don't die old, die for fear. Because somebody can die at the age of 80, at the age of 90, but not for fear. Somebody can leave this planet 30 years, 33 years for fear. And then somebody say, so don't aspire to what? Die old when you're not fulfilling anything. Die for fear. If God gave you 70 years, die in the 70 years for fear. If God gave you 40 years, die in that 14 years for fear. If God gave you 35 years, die in that 35 years for fear. You are better off than somebody on planet Earth. 120. No achievement. That's why I taught you in this church. The greatest tragedy that can ever happen to a man is not death. The greatest tragedy that can happen to you as a man is when you leave this earth dead without what? Achieving and working in your purpose. I know what I'm saying. Amen. The guy, 30 years training for three years ministry. So today you see the post, they say, okay, this lady, this beautiful lady over here, Adam said. So, so look at it. Understanding three years under where in Opie Branch, Liverpool. When he's being confronted with demons and demons are working, there I've seen people going to do deliverance, eh? and the person is possessed with marine. They go and do the deliverance. The next thing they can say, Papa, mess up. I said, How do you mess up? that lady. I said, what happened? I saw the lady in my dream. I said, what happened? He said, he lifted up his skirt in the dream. When I got up from the dream, I felt for her. That is the end. You don't have capacity. Anytime you force a child six months old to walk because your mother told you that you when you were just only five months, you started working. So your child is six months, you must walk. And you raise the child, walk. That boy will grow to become bow leg. I know what I'm saying. So if you see any man walking like that, it's by force, by force walking. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying. Amen. You must be what? Equipped. Before I left Ghana, I was in my office. Prophet Ben rushed to the office. I said, why? Why did he enter to the office like that? I said, daddy, there's a man of God. I said, what is this? He said, Daddy, you must handle this case. I said, Why? He said, This case, Daddy, no, 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 no. <laughs> you handle this case. He said, I'm going to go handle this case. So I said, Bring him to the office. I had no appointment with him, but the Lord told me, 
let him in. When he came, he said, Nigeria, let Nigeria to Ghana to open a ministry. Ministry, prayer ministry is doing very well. But the thing is about capacity. It's about what? Capacity. And when he entered the place, I said, man of God, what is the problem? He started crying. I said, man of God, we don't do that in this office. Oh. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that. Then I said, ah, man of God. So I gave him tissue. He wiped the tears and left one. This one was still there. And I said, man, clean all, clean all. We don't do that this year. Now listen to me. Then when I sat down, sometimes I can just sit in the chair. And sometimes you can just see me. I just lift up my head. My, my head. I look into the sky. Straight ahead. I was gone. Then when I, when, when I came back to myself, I said, man of God, oh, I understand. I know the reason why. I said, man of God, you know the reason why they got you? You lay your hands on a witch when you came for a prayer. That witch came just to come and try you because people have thought hey, that you are powerful and they have watched you in their camp. So this one came just to come and test your power. She came prepared. You were not prepared enough for her. So when you lay hands, when you lay hands on somebody, either something enter or something enters you. In other way, there must be an what an enter. So either something enters you or what you enter into. And I say, you lay your hands on a lady in the prayer they say. They've messed you up. And I said, the day you lay hands on that lady, they mess you up big time. And I said, this is what is going to happen. And I said, man of God, I saw you coming for a prayer meeting in the same church. Let's say the church I did. After prayer meeting, when everybody left, a lady came to the church there, grounds in the evening to come and pray. You were in your room and you felt that you should come to the church there. When you came, you saw the lady pray. You joined the lady to pray. In the middle of prayer, you slept there in the church. He started crying. He started crying. He started crying. He started crying. And I said, capacity. Capacity. When I went further and I said, I heard the name Pa. The moment I said, Pa. I didn't know Nigerians, sometimes they can cry like that too. The moment I said, Pa. I said, I said, why? He said, that is the name. And I said, her friends call her Pato. He said, yes, man of God. <laughs> Amen. You must understand the principles. To this man of God, it may seem that God is far. I've been doing deliverance. I've been leading people in prayer. Why did this thing happen to me? I said, go quickly, tell your wife. I said, man of God, I told my wife. I said, what did your wife say? I said, my wife said, I'm supporting. I said, your wife is a good woman. Wow. Amen. I said, I told, her, I, said, I told my wife. I said, your wife is a very good woman. Don't leave her. Amen. It happens in the ranks of the spirits for a reason. For a reason. When he came to office, I called Prophet Ben and the prayer team and I said, I'll be traveling. But I will speak to Prophet Ben. You will come later, maybe next week, so that they can do deliverance for you in my office because you are a man of God. The day I was going to the airport, they called that the guy was at the office. I said, ah, but I said next week. He said, no, not next week. Today, I'm there. 
Nigerians are some way. If it's a Ghanaian, it will take like three months before you call a uh, man of God. Are you a Rob? I want to go for my deliverance. I'm telling you. When we left the airport after taking my ticket, when I came to the office to pick some books, he was there. When he saw me, he said, Papa, Papa. I said, don't touch my, if you touch my leg, deliverance must go on. This guy know what he's doing. I said, boy, go back. Go and pray. Don't tell him. The guy was ready. A man of God. A man of God. Who are you? Amen. So Jesus went through it. He went through it. Jesus felt that God was far. For 30 years of ministry, the Bible says that and Jesus went to John the Baptist. And after he was being baptized, there was a pronouncement in the heavens that echoed on the earth. This is my beloved son. In him I am well pleased. And when the announcement was made, all the elders in heaven and all the angels got up because the boss has been introduced. Amen. And that's what I'm saying. And the Bible said just after the baptism, the spirit of the Lord led him into the wilderness 40 days and 49, fasting and praying. And just after Jesus came for 40 days and 49th of fasting and praying, the first person he met, the devil. How can you go and pray to God? The first connection, the first atmosphere you want to receive must be his presence. The devil. The devil. Amen. The what? The devil. The devil. After divorcing your wife and you are looking for a new job, they say come for interview. The worst person you expect to meet to interview you should be your divorced wife. You knock at the door. They say come in. You tuck him with your jacket, your tie. Good afternoon. They may say good afternoon. They say, sit down, sit down. You are sitting down, but it's as if like you are suspending. <laughs> and the interviewer, the people, the one in charge, is your wife that you divorced just only one week ago at the, at the court. Listen to me. Pick your file. Don't go for that interview. Just leave. You already failed, I'm telling you. You have already what? Failed. Because the best thing your wife can do for you is to take you in after two weeks, write a report that you are fired so that it will be on your fire, you will never get any job. So leave. And Bible said Jesus came from 40 days and 49 of fasting and prayer and the devil was the one that confronted him. If you are the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Now you're making tuna, making all this foolish things. Turn this stone to bread. No heavenly encounter. It was the devil. How? How? There are some of us like that. After fasting and prayer. That's why the devil also get angry. 
You fasted, we also fasted. Fasting against fasting. Call on your altar. Let's also call on our altar. Amen. That's why some of believers today don't want to fast and pray. Because they know, he said that anytime I fast and pray, things become worse. I don't want to fast and pray. Let me be in my corner. That's why sometimes believers today, they fast from 9 a.m. By 12, they are finished. And they even break with rice and what? Chicken. Top it out with Rabina. Understand what I'm saying? Amen. For some years, Jesus was going to training. But look at it. Watch this. Three years of his ministry was more powerful than anybody that ever lived on this earth. People have done ministry 50 years. It cannot be compared to Jesus' three years. Why? Capacity. 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 The Bible says that when Jesus was arrested, he was nailed upon the cross. On his left was a thief. Right, a thief. And Bible said, Jesus on the cross cried unto God. Matthew chapter 27, verse 14, 6. He said, Eli, Eli, Laman Sabatani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why does it look that you are far? It seems that you are far from me. You gave me an assignment. The time and the hour has come. But where are you? Eli, Eli, Sabatani. Where have you gone? Why have you left me alone? Why am I standing alone? Come quickly and save me. And Bible said, after he said that, he gave up his ghost. He said, it is finished. Give up his ghost. Was the father far from him? No. Whatever he was going through is for the hour of glory. What you are going through is because of your hour of glory. Jesus went through the same thing. He cried to his father and asked a question. Why have you forsaken me? If God is asking God, if God is asking what God, why have you forsaken me? What are you going through? What are you going through? Say, so why have you forsaken me? Have we forsaken? But in the midst of him thinking that he was forsaken, it's because of his hour of glory. It's because of the hour of glory. That is why he was, he looked rejected, despised on the cross. His hour of glory can never be compared to any other man born of a woman on earth. Because his time of trial can never be compared the man died a shameful death. He died naked. What nakedness are you going through? How naked is your issue? How naked is your circumstances? If Jesus went through, you will surely go through. Don't give up. 
Don't give up. Don't give up. And that's what I'm saying. Don't what? Give up. Write this thing down. Write this, this thing down. Write this thing down. Power and speed does not win the race of the season, but endurance. Write it down. I said what? Power and speed does not win the race for the season. But what? Endurance. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how much speed you have, it doesn't win a race for you. What wins the race? Endurance. Endurance. Amen. How long have you endured what you are going through? How long? A lot of people have gone to the hospital, killed their own baby because they could not endure. Push. It's pushing. Push. It's pushing. See the head of the baby. Say, hey, the baby, the head is coming. Push. Say, come, come. They said the baby will die. Open. He said, no, 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 no. I can't, can't, can't. I can't do anymore. Can't do anymore. The baby is crying. The baby you carry for nine months, you are almost through for your delivery. The year of divine settlement, you are only close to the door. Don't give up that nine month spiritual pregnancy. Endure for a little while. For after you go through that trial moment, the Bible says, and the Lord will settle you. The Lord will settle you. And deal. That is why power is beat. does not win any race. Endurance. Do you know how much endurance is able to go through to win the race? Amen. If you are so better, how come that somebody beat him? When your endurance begins to go down, somebody takes over. With a better endurance. Amen. I know what I'm saying. You must what? Endure for a little while. Jesus went through it. I get what I'm saying. He went through it. I'll preach this, continue this message next week. I get what I'm saying. David, a man of that God's own heart, went through it. He's the only man that God said, you are a man after my heart. You, I don't know whether you are the nose, you are the eye, you are the ears, I don't even know. But David was a man after God's own heart. But the Bible said David went through trial moments. The guy went through tough trial moments. At a point, he could not stand it. He started crying to God. A lot of people thought that David was punished by God. Check your Bible. David was never punished by God. No matter how weak David was, Everything David went through was his own pronouncement. It was his own pronouncement. That's why you must watch your words very carefully. Because your words will come after you. Nathan said there was a visitor that passes through. There was a man that had a lot of sheep. But he left the sheep and went to 
take somebody's singership. That visitor was called the visitor of lust. Visitor David. David had a lot of wives and cucumber. He couldn't go for them. But he went for somebody's single wife. And when Nathan pronounced the statement, David said, ah! The man that did this must pay four times. God said, pa, I endorse it. If David had said, may God forgive this man, we would have been forgiven. But he said, as a king, the man that doeth this, let him pay four times. Later said, oh really? David, you are the one. He said, me. Pray to God for me. The man had a heart. There are some of you, even when you go wrong and they rebuke you and they want to chastise you and they want to put you on trial. Ah, what is this? There's even a new church they've opened close to my listen. It's just only one step. I'm there. And this thing, this thing. Listen, until you change your attitude and your character, wherever you go, it will reappear. Amen. And there are some of us in the church today. The reason why it seems God is so far from you is because God wants to work on your character. God is not in the hurry to bless you because He has already blessed you for spiritual blessing. He wants your character and your attitude to change so that you can get to that man that will love you, that woman that will cheer you and care for you so that you will move and succeed in life. He wants to work on you. That's what I'm saying. And David went through the same thing. Psalm 22, verse 1. The same way Jesus cried to God and Jesus felt that God has left him. The same way David also cried. Look at him. He said what? My God, my God. Eli, Eli. Why have you forsaken me? Lamas abatami. Why are you so far from helping me? <laughs> this is David. Take it again. He said what? My God, my God. Eli, Eli. Why have you forsaken me? Laman Sabatani. Why are you so far? Why are you so far from helping me? This is David. A man after God's heart. We are not even his knee. A man after his heart is saying that God is what? Far from helping him. What about the knee? Can do this be this pantias? He said what? Why are you so far? Hey. They to read me that God was really far. You know that sometimes you go through some challenges. When God even speaks, you don't even hear the echo. You don't hear even echo. Don't hear echo. Amen. Don't hear echo. Amen. Don't hear echo. One guy came to see me in my office. And I said, what is this? He was cutting with a lady. And I told her that, look, this lady that you are cutting with, if you don't take a decision to move out by the way you are living the same route, sleep together, wake up in medicine, one day you will wake up and find out that, no, Ayefe Noche. How many people understand Ayefe Noche? It's a Greek word which means that run for your life. I know something. I was in my office. He ran to the office. I said, What is it? He said, Daddy, my heart is broken. I called my brother. I said, What's up for Bobby? Bring needle and tray. We have something to sew over here. 
and my son to everything will ask questions because he wants to get it right. He asked daddy, small one or big one? I said, combine it. <laughs> Amen. I said, why? He said, daddy, I nearly had an accident. I said, what happened? He said, the girl you told me about just called me right now. She was pregnant. When I heard preg, I lost control. So, some of you guys over here, God has helped you. Say, I lost control. I lost control. Only pregnancy has lost control because he knew the shame that was coming. So he lost control. Guess what happened? After some months, the girl moved from his house to their family. I said, boy, go there and go and see whether the girl is there. And tell her, I said, I love her. I want to see her. When he got to the house, there was a man that has parked car. The lady sitting. The lady sitting with a pregnant leg crushed. And the girl was sitting. When he got it, the lady got it, said, What do you want here? He said, ah, What is it? Then he told the guy, This is the foolish guy I was talking to you about. Hey. Lo and behold, long story cut short. The pregnancy was not for the guy. That's why I said, I if you not not Amen. I know something saying. Amen. To the guy he said, he said, Daddy, I can't take it. I can't take it. I know it's a, it's a sin. I can't take it. Daddy, the way I spent on this girl. You know, I met this girl when he was in JSS. Took care of this guy. Look at look at what he has done to me. I said, boy. You are my son, but you have not behaved like, like you are my son. You are a fool. I did warn you ahead. I said, look at you. You've not even finished site one. So I told you that as you are doing, not all it, it can't be rare. It's only few people that can help ladies and ladies with genuine heart will support them. They know that this guy, if not because of that, will not be here. Only few. But if you have those badagbo ones, they don't appreciate anything. Just like the way some men who don't appreciate anything. I said, this guy goes to, the lady has gone to university. When he finished and come back, when he said, are you coming? He said, I'm gone. He said, eh? Where? You start marking your grammar and tell you that I want something to body body. Amen. To the guy, it seems that God was far. There are sometimes, as believers, you go through some challenges. The wind is blowing, but you're not feeling the air. In this cold weather, you are still holding fun. Before you realize, you get pneumonia or too much air around you. I get what I'm saying. Too much what? Amen. David went through the same thing. He said, why are you so far from what helping me? And what? And from the words of my groaning. He said, I have been praying, crying to you. Why are you not hearing me? Are you not the God that hear the praise of your people? Why is my case different? Why is my case different? Yes, continue. Continue. Quick, 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 quick. Oh my God, I cried the daytime. He said, in the daytime I cried. Some of you, maybe before you came to church, you cried. 
Let me be casting the cry. You wept. Yes. And what? But you do not what? Hear. David said, I am crying, but you are not hearing me. Why have you become stiff and naked God? You don't hear. Cry, but you are not hearing me. Then he said what? And in the what night season? The night season. I am what? I'm not silent. I'm not silent. Which means that all night the guy is praying. But God is not hearing. Is it true that God is not hearing? God is not far. Isaiah 43, verse 2, it said, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Why would God wait until you go through the waters, going before you'll be with you? Why didn't God stop you not to enter the water? But I said, when you pass through the water, I'll be there. He said, when you go through the rivers, I'll be there. When you go through the fire, the fire will not engulf thee, which means the fire will not burn thee. Why do you want me to enter the fire before you come? Avoid it. Avoid it. That's why believers don't understand. Why? If God is rare, if God is law, why did God listen? Ah, maybe how? He said what? You shall not what? No, no, you just move. This one just quoted it. Move to the best. Okay. Verse 3. He said what? But you are holy. Now look at it. David's not telling God, God, I know you. I've enjoyed you before. How am I going through this thing? He said what? Enthroned in the praises of Israel. Yes. Continue, continue, continue. Our fathers trusted in you. He said, My fathers trusted in you. There are some of you over here. Your father is a pastor. Your mother is a pastor. Your uncle is a bishop. Your auntie is a prophetess. Your Gina brother is an evangelist. Your, your, your Gina sister is a teacher. Priesthood family. They said, well, they what? Trusted. And what? You deliver them. Why is my case different? Shantek came to church. Upon all what she has gone through, she had a deliverance. Why me? Why is my deliverance delay? Why is my deliverance delay? Look at this foolish boy that comes to church. He doesn't even want to do anything. Even prayer. He doesn't even know. John 3 says he doesn't even know. Look at his wedding. Beautiful. Giving birth. Very beautiful, and me, I am here. Why not listen? Why do you choose to listen to some people? But ours, you don't listen. You are now become the God of some people, not everyone. Amen. When it seems that God is far, He's working something for your good. Listen to me. Sometimes God will take something that you cherish and love, He will take it from you. Because behind that cherish and love, is your death. It will mislead you. You can cry and weep. But your crying and your weeping does not move God. What moves him is, is a summit and agenda for your life. I know something saying. Amen. That is it. So a lot of people go to trial. Even church. Every church goes to trial moments. Every church goes to a trial moment. When my daughter passed on to glory, I was hearing things. One day the Lord told me, he said, come. I was pulled out from my bed. And I saw, so I quickly called my son and I messaged on him. I said, look at this guy. Look at this guy. A guy that I pray for. 
I'm laying hands on him. Look at this guy. I was tempted to misbehave. But the Lord said, don't speak. And I saw a meeting was going on and they put this ministry down and they were talking. They don't have covering. They don't have covering. They don't have covering. I called mommy and said, hey, they're praying for me. I don't easily get angry. If I get angry, God himself knows. God knows. I don't easily get, get angry. I don't easily give up on people. But if I get angry, and I remembered what the Lord told me, be very careful what you say. Because one statement from you, you will end a lot of people before their time to watch it. And God did not send me to watch to get angry. It's a lesson. The way they were talking, and I asked myself, all these people that are talking, which church on this earth that someone has not passed on to glory before? And not churches that men, great men, anointed. Members were sick on the seabed. They fasted and prayed the day they entered the fasting. That was the day the person departed. Does it mean that they don't carry capacity? No. No. But if you are a believer, you don't understand all these mysteries. You fight back. I will never use this puppet to fight any man of God, any woman of God, or any church. I will never do that. So I've taught you don't fight any man or woman of God. Don't do it. No matter how they will offend you, don't talk against them. Because talking against them, you may be putting yourself into a very tight corner that you cannot handle. Don't do it. Amen. Don't what? Do it. Because I know of issues, great men of God. I know people. They pray for them, pray for them. Nothing happened. But I didn't take anything. Amen. He didn't take anything. So that is the reason why as a child, you must wake up and understand that no matter what you are going through, it's all about endurance. Endure. Endure. For whatever you are going through, it will not last always. Remember, every season has an expiring date. Your season will expire very soon. Seasons are in motion. So month back, it was summer. Today, what is it? In three months, four months to come, winter was also what? It was also go. So seasons, their emotions, they change. Today you may be in that point when God seems to be far. The time is coming. He will not just be only close. You will see him within you. You will recognize him. Yeah. And as I'm saying, quickly, quickly, then quickly, quickly, quickly. Four, flow with me. They, Five. They cried to you eh? and were delivered. Yes. They trusted in you yes. and were not ashamed. They trusted you, you were not, they were not ashamed. Why is that today the church? We are full of shame. You are asking money from people. And they are questioning you. Ah, what is going on? Why? And you ask yourself, me, pa, I, me, me, me. Let's continue. Verse 6. Next week we'll continue. But I am warm. He said, but what? I am warm. And what? And no man. Uh-huh. A reproach of men. Yes. And despised by the people. He said, no, there is anywhere I go, people are laughing. The moment I enter into the midst of people, <laughs> I become a reproach. Everybody's just laughing. My case has become a case steady. 
they put my issue down using it as a case study to study the antidote they can get for it. Amen. Let's continue. Verse 7. Verse 7, quickly. All those who see me. Is that what? They what? They shook what? what? Their lips. Ridiculous. Which means that the men they see David after they laugh. The women know how to do it better. Do it. Let me see. We say, we Everybody's doing like that. I know somebody say, they pull out their lips. And what? They what? They shoot out the lip. Yes. They shake the head, saying, they Shake their head. Small boys are young. David said he's a man of God. He said he's a believer. <laughs> Look at what he's going through. Listen to me. The hour is coming and the hour is now. Jesus. He will not be far from you again. Jesus. I said what? He will not be far from you what? Again. He will not be far from you again. It seems to you that he's far, but he's not far. What God is about to do in your life, Jesus. you remember today. Amen. And tell yourself, oh, 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 oh. Jesus. Why is it that I was wasting my time in that job? Ah. Why is it that I was wasting my time with that lady? Jesus. Why is it that I was wasting my time with that guy? Jesus. I did not know that God had a better plan for me. Jesus. I did not know that there was something bigger and yes. better coming. Just be rest assured. Amen. Verse, verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 8. He trusted in the Lord. Mm. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him. Was not the same thing that the, 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 the thieves told Jesus? The thieves, they told Jesus, one of them told Jesus, ah, ah this guy he trusted in the Lord and rescued people. Why is that he cannot rescue himself? Why is he cannot rescue him? If you are going through things as a believer, novice even questions you. Novice are people who don't know anything. But they will be questioning question. Amen. He rescued and delivered people. Why is it that he cannot deliver himself? David was a man of war. How come that is going through these things? Something has gone wrong somewhere. Yes, what? Since what? He delighted what? Yes, verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9. But you are he who took me out of the womb. Yes. You made me trust while on my mother's breast. Hmm? I was cast upon you from birth. Yes. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. David is not coming back to his son. He said, no, I need to go back. Right from my mother's womb, this God knew me. He planted me there for a reason. Brought me on earth for a reason. I was not qualified, but he qualifies me. I don't know your situation. Maybe your situation is worse. And you are asking God the same question. Why do you seem so far from me? Have I not prayed enough? I've given sacrifice on the altar. I've paid my dish. I am a traitor. I am a giver. I prayed. I served you. I'm a believer. Why am I going through this? My case cannot be different. The madman on the street is not sick. Why is it that me believe I'm sick? The madman on the street, they pick chips that are dropped on the floor for two weeks. They pick and eat. They are strong. You, you just step on the chips. Infection. 
you are asking yourself a lot of questions. But the Lord sent me to come and tell you today. He's telling things for your good. He's telling things for your good. Amen. He's telling things for your good. Amen. Right to your feet, wherever you are. He's telling things for your good. 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 Lift up your hand, wherever you are. Good Father, Bahantapa. You are going to pray in the next two minutes. The Father, I now understand by your way that you are not too far from me. Draw me near. Draw me close to where I first met you. The love and the desire that was in my heart. Take me back, Lord. Take me back to that times, those days that I was full of your love. Take me back and understood by your way that you are working something for my good and you are not too far. Lift up your hand.